everyone. Hey, everybody. It's a Friday. My name is Nick Reed. We are broadcasting live from none other than Scramblers. And it is a first responders breakfast this morning. If you are a first responder, this is our second one of these that we have had where first responders, you get yourself free breakfast. That thanks to Barker's Frame and Collision and Pyramid Roofing and, of course, Scramblers. It's pretty easy if you've not done this before. Uh, you just come in and eat breakfast. Uh, come by. You'll see us set up doing the show. I'm over here yammering away. Sarah's over here typing away, usually getting things on the website and communicating with people that are texting in on the American Transmissions Talk and Text Line. And on the table, we've got uh, the first responders certificates, if you will. So just grab one of those and you'll give it to your server and you'll get all set up. We also have the 1041 KSGF first responders breakfast bumper stickers, if you want. We try to have a variation of stickers. People over time have said, you know, hey, do you have KSGF stickers? We'd love a bumper sticker or put it on my laptop case or wherever you may want to put it. And over time, we you know, mo- most companies that have bumper stickers they've got a bumper sticker or they've got just one type because it's just easier that way right well we try to come up with different bumper stickers in order to fit your personal you know personality your whatever it is that you like and uh, if you are a first responder then it's a great one that you may like uh, we have of course oftentimes just regular ones we've got camo ones we've got ones with sunflowers which actually that was sarah's idea and i'm like whatever and they turned out to be one of the most popular ones we did that uh one-stop event where you could get the trump version of the 1041 KSGF stickers, which if you never saw those, it was the 1041 KSGF logo with the swoop of hair over it. That's what made it a identifiably Trump supporter KSGF sticker. So this morning, if you are, or maybe you uh, have someone in your family that is a first responder and you want to grab one of the stickers for them or you know, have it for yourself, feel free to grab you know, as many of those as you need. We also have tickets to see Annie. I'm going to lay out a few of the things for you here. Uh, Juanita K. Tuesday, November 14th, 7.30 p.m. We've got pairs of tickets to that performance, part of their Broadway season. If you want a pair, just come by and tell us. We've got a number of them. We don't have massive amounts, but we've got enough to where if you're listening right now and you swing by, you'll probably be able to get a pair. And uh, just come up and let us know that you'd like one of those. Again, it is for Tuesday, the 14th, next Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. at Juanita K., part of the Broadway series, Annie. And I think that that's... Yeah, I feel like we've got a lot of the stuff out of the way. All right, some of the coverage we have uh, uh, today, of course, latest information regarding elections. Mansion, I, I heard the the tease, if you will, or the lead-in on Fox News that Joe Manchin makes an announcement that throws a wrench in the plans for Democrats to, you know, trying to keep the Senate. And I thought, well, that's not really true. Manchin was not expected to win. This is... It, as long as Manchin doesn't make a run for the presidency as a third party or cause some sort of disruption for Democrats there, this isn't the worst news for him. Not that there is necessarily anyone that is in queue that is polling as a potential winner of that particular Senate seat election. Um, 
but Mansion would have had a very, 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 very difficult time undoing the damage he did to himself by supporting and, and essentially pushing over the finish line, the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, which, of course, was actually Inflation on Steroids Act. And his his presentation of it uh, as it's going to reduce inflation and then afterwards coming out, well, I, you know, I, I didn't mean right away. And uh, it just was a betrayal to the voters. That's the way they perceived it. And he, at one point, had massive popularity, of course, even amongst Republicans. And he just destroyed himself. And I, I don't I don't believe that in any way, shape or form, he would be able to recover from that because people anything he would do. It was seen a bit like Bud Light running patriotic ads on television. People are like, OK, we know what you're doing now. And so Joe Manchin coming out now and, and hitting the Biden administration and saying, well, I just don't understand what my Democrat colleagues are doing. The voters that once upon a time supported him as being above partisan politics now see him as just playing politics. And so it, it just it wasn't going to happen for him. So while it isn't necessarily good news for Democrats, I don't think it's bad news by any stretch of the imagination. In my assessment, it doesn't change anything in terms of the landscape. Uh, so the way that it's being presented as some sort of potential altering of the pathway of the Senate, uh, I, I just I don't think that there's anything there. Uh, all right, so scramblers, we've got our... First responders free breakfast this morning. A look at the traffic weather coming up as well. Right now, the latest news update. From Color 10 and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. As Veterans Week winds down in Branson, everyone is gearing up for the big parade tomorrow that will get started downtown on Saturday morning. It's considered to be one of the longest running veterans parades in the country, and this is the 91st year. The Veterans Day Parade in Branson is the last event in a week of activities honoring the men and women who have served our country. Governor Mike Parson will also be in attendance. A man from Springfield has pleaded guilty to stealing nearly $80,000 from the Missouri Institute of Natural Science. Daniel Pomeroy took money directly out of the museum's account. He also fraudulently collected COVID relief funds, applying for and receiving over $38,000 in paycheck protection loans. He pleaded guilty to wire fraud and faces 20 years in prison. From Color 10 News and Fox 49, I'm Jesse Inman. The first alert forecast sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks. Home improvements from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Sunshine. I have only 60 today. Overnight low 36. Tomorrow, Veterans Day, cloudy 57. Sunday, sunny with a high of 63. Check on the traffic from our live broadcast here at Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed. It's kind of dark in here. I can't see you. Springfield Talk 1041. I am Nick Reed, and we've got a first responders breakfast this morning here at Scramblers. If you are a first responder, you get free breakfast thanks to Pyramid Roofing and Barker's Frame and Collision, and of course, the good people at Scramblers. At the same time, of course, we've got uh, Veterans Day. 
upon us and uh, always want to thank all of our partners that share their messages uh, for uh, Veterans Day and uh, I was having a conversation with someone who, gosh, I don't think... Courtney, you last time you were on air, I think we were in Mexico. Yeah, if it was that's like four a, and a half years ago, maybe. Yeah, and so for people that sometimes they'll say, "Where? What does she do now? Where does she go?" And here's, I'm like, you know, I can never really, I kind of know what she does, but I can't remember the name of the company <laughs> and everything. So you can tell so people. So I work for Envoy Air now, which we are the regional carrier for American Airlines. So if you're getting on an American Eagle plane here in Springfield, that's probably one of ours. Okay. Um, and I work in the maintenance hangar, and I am basically I'm the coordinator there. Right. So, jack of all trades. I just don't fix the planes. <laughs> <laughs> or fly them. Yeah, that too. Or fly them. Uh, all right. So, the reason we, this is sort of coordinated because of uh, this weekend of Veterans Day, this, um, uh, I, I guess, program you want to call it. I, I'm going to actually kind of have you introduce. We've got uh, Staff Sergeant Eric Rose and, and retired Sergeant James Ferguson. And they're playing this. And, and walk us through what it is that you all are doing. Yeah. So, um, we... Um, have airplane mechanics at our hangar, and um, we have about a team of about 80 people. And to work on the planes, you have to have an AMP license with FAA. And um, we've started a new military training program because when you're in the military and you work on airplanes or helicopters, you don't necessarily have that AMP license. Okay. And so when you get out, um, your options are a little limited. And so we've created a program. Basically, it's a fast track. Like if you're going to an amusement park, you get to skip the line. Okay. You don't have to go to the trade school. You go through a program with us, and we can help you get your A&P license. So um, Eric's one of our recruiters. Um, we brought him with us, and he's going to tell us a little bit more about the program. All right. I'm actually uh, the manager of the maintenance recruitment department, and I um, uh, we brought back a program for the uh, for military transition. It's the military transition program, MTP. And basically, if you have uh, the proper airframe and power plant training with the military, we have a program in which we will give you the testing opportunity to get your FAA certification so you can, t- you can carry that license with you for the rest of your life. And uh, we pay for the whole kit and caboodle. Uh, we take care of the, the, the testing, the program, and we also even take care of lodging for the, uh, for the, for the duration of the uh, three-week program. And once you complete that program, then you go into our new hire training course. And uh, you are a bona fide aircraft mechanic with Envoy Airlines, which of course is part of the American Airlines group. So it's a, it's a great opportunity, and we're really glad to have it back. Uh, we've been trying to push since COVID to bring it back, okay. and uh, and yeah, it's it's a, we're we're really really thrilled to have that have it back in in, in a full run. It's one of these uh, everyone wins situations. Yeah, I mean, since COVID, I mean, all aircraft carriers have been short with mechanics, and so this is just an extra way to get some bodies, I guess, working on the planes because you don't want your planes to be behind on maintenance. Let's be honest. I mean, yeah, <laughs> bad things happen. I think that's that's fair. All right, so James Ferguson is that's what Courtney referred to you as. This is Ferguson. Yeah, yeah everybody uh, just kind of refers to each other in a last Fergie. name basis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I've had that nickname since I was a child. So lucky um, you. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, 
Yeah, I, I spent almost 13 years in the Army as a UH-60 helicopter mechanic, and um, when the program was starting up initially in 2019, I was one of the first ones to apply, and technically, I give the other gentleman who went through with me, I give him a, a, a rash of stuff because uh, I got my A&P license two hours before he did, so technically, I was the first one to graduate from the course. I, I, I and, cling to that. Yeah, and <laughs> Uh, when I went through, uh, it was a two-week absolute crash course of uh, everything that I needed to study. But the great thing about Envoy was they gave me all of the study material that I needed to be able to pass that. And uh, the company invested a lot of money into me, and I'm very, very grateful because now I can take the A&P license that I have and really apply it to anywhere that I wanted to. And um, very grateful and I have uh, I have a lot to thank for Envoy. Well, in, it isn't uncommon that you hear about or we hear about veterans that you know kind of try to find their place, and and um, this is it, from everything I've seen here. You've got bonuses for one K matching, vacation times. So we talk about that a little bit, just so people have an idea, because I know a lot of times. You know, people will talk about jobs and job recruitments, and like well, that sounds nice, but how much? Yeah, uh, the well, talking about you know a transition for me, I I had a bit of a rough time as right. a lot of veterans do when they're getting out of the service of where am I going to go? What am I going to do? How am I going to apply the skills that I learned to be able to better myself? And thankfully, the company, um, with all of their programs that they have, uh, your ability to transition from, you know, from the military service to where you're going to uh, to be with the company, it, it does a lot. And the 401k match, you know, they have a lot of programs that help invest in your future, in your retirement. And um, Well, and we just got a new contract, so the boys actually get two pay raises a year which is nice i wish i got that <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh that's actually pretty pretty sweet and a cool thing for uh working for a commercial airline i mean we get non-rev so anytime, anytime there's an extra seat on a plane we can hop on so like two weeks ago i went to london mm -hmm. and i got business class so it was pretty nice. And, yeah, and that's something that, with what you're talking about, this recruitment that would be um, available to those recruits yeah, as well. Yeah, of course, 100%. Yeah. Yep. Another thing I'd like to add is uh, right now we have a, a very, very large uh, bonus incentive program for our new hires. Um, even the, it, it, We're paying for the course for these military transition personnel. Once they get their license, they go into a new hire class, and they qualify for up to $40,000 in, in hiring bonuses right off the bat based on your num number of years and type of experience in the military. Um, you qualify for up to $15,000 in, in a hiring bonus or an experience bonus. Um, everybody qualifies for a minimum of $7,500 in a signing, a signing bonus and tool allowance. And um, we also offer relocation assistance as well if you're uh, willing to go to one of our bases that are of, uh, of a higher need. As of right now, uh, we have a high need in Chicago, and uh, we've increased our hiring bonus to $17,000 plus 15000 experience plus relocation, it can be up to a $40,000 check that you're given during week one of training in one lump sum. 
Yeah, we, we do a lot, or we try to do a lot, of connecting uh, veterans up with services. And a lot of times it focuses on those in needs in, you know, in terms of, um, you know, we work with Serenity Honors, and, and she does food drives all the time, and, and we connect up with the VA and so forth. But um, to connect up with jobs um, um, in, a, in a meaningful way, I think, is also very, very important and fulfilling. And like you said, that transition. And I imagine, especially for families, and I want to mention, you talk about the, the travel and that probably maybe you have a mother or father uh, who would be a fantastic recruit and they think, well, that sounds nice, but I don't want to travel by myself. But this, there's family inclusion. Yeah, right? so um, for me, not only do I get to fly, but my husband and my kiddo get to fly. And then we get parent passes as well. Uh, there's a little bit of a fee associated sure. with parents. But, and then we get buddy passes. I mean, so it's, you know, we're all flying. Well, yeah. <laughs> And it, you know, it becomes a perk, which it is a yeah, perk. It's and a everything. great benefit to the job. But I, I think for a lot of people, that's almost a dream because especially if you are a parent and you've never really been able to take your kids on vacation somewhere, yeah. the idea that you can give that to them, that oh, they're yeah. going to have those memories of being able to fly to. We took to the kiddo to Disney. Yeah. Which I, I know because of my sister, they have tremendous military discounts for Disney as, yeah. as well. So yeah. those parks. So you can really clean up just from that <laughs> stuff alone. Yeah, yeah, my uh, my family they they absolutely love that I work for Envoy because I I have a lot of family. I'm originally from California okay. and um, I've been able to fly back to California, fly my kids back there with me, my wife, and we're actually getting ready next month. We're going to Vegas for uh, for a weekend, and that's going to be hey if if there's space available, and there generally is, uh, you just got to find the right time. You, it's kind of a game that you got to play for the non rev, but um, when you come to Envoy, you'll be able to pick up very quickly on, right. hey, where you can go, how you can do it. And I know people who who absolutely love going and flying non-ref, and they can go anywhere. I've flown down to Dallas one morning just to have lunch and then fly right back same day with my wife. And she said, did we really just do that? And I said, yeah, yeah. And guess what? It was free. It's like living the life of Jeff Bezos or something or Leonardo exactly. DiCaprio. That's so, what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah. So, yeah. so basically, this is the best job ever. Of course. Well. It's good to work I, I with really, me yeah. as well. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah. And Courtney, Courtney, ever since she came on, she's been uh, she's been our person that we say if uh, if she wasn't there our entire place would just fall apart Uh, courtney is uh some big shoulders over here yeah she's yeah she's the one who handles everything we're constantly going up to her courtney i've got this problem courtney i've got that problem and she's the one who takes care of us uh so before i let you go um for people that are just tuning in and of course if you missed any of this we'll have it up in the on-demand section ksgf.com um recap who you're looking for qualifications and and where they can go we'll get this info up as well on our but you can also give any portals that people need to go to or websites absolutely uh you can go ahead and go to uh, envoyair.com slash mechanics and get some information with regards to the basic requirements uh, for military all you need to have is the general ma- uh, military training for both the air fl- uh, airframe which is the uh, the structure of the aircraft and the power plant which is the engine and if you have that training whether it's on rotorcraft fixed wing doesn't matter uh depending on the on your mos or your job duty code uh then if you can take your form it's a it's a it's an faa form mm-hmm. 8610-2 okay. if you can get that signed by a dme uh endorsing airframe and power plant 
we, uh, you're, you're good to go. We'll go ahead and, and take care of the rest. And uh, all, all the candidate has to do is study and pass. And, uh, and we're taking care of everything else. Well, sounds great. Any they final? can call me, too, if they okay. have any questions. My office number is 417-521-5050. And so all right. we'll answer. Fantastic. Well, listen, it's great to meet all of you. Well, of course. Well. Good to see you again. <laughs> <laughs> not, it's not Mexico, but was it no. Mexico? Is I think it was, was Mexico. Mexico? Yeah. All right. Well, it's great to see you again. You and And uh, great to meet you, gentlemen. And, Thank uh, you. It was a pleasure. Yeah, absolutely. Happy Veterans Day, everyone. Yes. Happy Veterans Day, of course, as we continue on our Friday Road Show here from Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed. Springfield Talk 1041. I am Nick Reed, Brad Pistol on Safe Money Radio. Uh, they are sponsoring our Give Us Your Best Shot this year. Upload your photos, deer hunting. It could be past years. Heck, it could be um, insurance photos of a deer you hit, as far as I'm concerned. Just get that puppy submitted. Go to KSGF.com. Give us your best shot. Upload your video or photo. And um, out of all of the entries, one person will be chosen, not based off of the picture, but it's a random, and you're going to get a massive um, prize pack. It includes two Primos Autopilot 20-megapixel game cameras, Ameristep Jake House Turkey Ground Blind, Sure shot, deer grunt call to the box turkey calls, uh, Busby tackle box with various fishing lures, 22 rimfire popper, shooting target, hybrid, light, Smith stuck deluxe knife sharpening kit, Allen monopod shooting sticks, hopper nine glean, gun cleaning kit, and wool hunting gloves and a survival fire starting kit. Brad Pistoli, he had a very good time crafting all of this as a hunter himself. So uh, a big thank you to Brad Pistol and Safe Money Radio to get registered for that and upload your photos. Just go to ksgf.com under give us your best shot. Traffic update, I'm Nick Reed. A1 Custom Car Care, all of your car can needs. Financing. They got decent financing deal. If you got bad credit or if you have good credit, whichever, you don't have to have great credit. Uh, they recognize, particularly in these Bidenomic times, how difficult it is, uh, particularly for middle class and, and lower class Americans. And sometimes that, you know, is the difference uh, during the Trump years where, hey, you making a little extra money. Your money went further and uh, you had some sort of breakdown and it wasn't a panic of, oh my gosh, what bills am I going to skip to pay this? And with Bidenomics, this is where we are today. And so A1 Custom Car Care, they do have financing options available. Uh, if that is something that you decide you need, that's going to, of course, depend on your your own situation. They'll provide you the information and then you can make that decision for yourself. But it is an option. Uh, A1 Custom Car Care for all of your car care needs. And you can, of course, get all of their location information at ksgf.com. Under Nick's endorsements from Color 10, Fox 49, meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Sunshine only 60 for a high today. Clear 36 tonight. Tomorrow, cloudy 57 and Sunday sunny with a high of 63. Hey, everyone. Darren Chappell, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. It's great to see you. How have things been? Hectic. Yeah? Yeah, just chasing my tail about nine different directions at the same time. Chase away, I guess. Uh, what's the deal here with the speaker? So we're just jumping right into it. I, I mean, I guess yeah. It's one of the. You're you, one of. The, you did ask how I was let, doing. Let, so let me good. tell you. Let, here's <laughs> for people that wonder. Well, I shouldn't say this is how I choose people on, but organically I've learned over time the individuals 
especially elected officials that you will hear with frequency on the show are the elected officials that never have people wanting to know now what do you what questions are you going to ask what are oh, you yeah, well, well with that comes yeah like we don't have any i'm just like so what's up with yeah. the speaker thing now, we never talk about what we're going to no talk about. We, we just don't yeah. um and that's the see I, i've always thought at least for what I do, it really takes a lot less work if you're just genuine and honest because you don't have to pre-think, now who's listening? Right. What have I said in the past? I got to make sure that I don't say this because that I've said this over here at this group. Isn't it just easier to be honest? It's it's cool. It's a lot easier to, to be honest. You never have to remember your yes. previous lies and all that stuff. I know. It's sure, nice. Try to make sure that everything dovetails. Very liberating. And yeah. it's also just the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at the same time. Now, I, I mentioned the Speaker. Of course, there's been so much attention on Speaker of the House in Washington, D.C. That's not what we're talking about over the, the Missouri House Speaker, who is also running for lieutenant governor in Missouri. Yeah. Um, there have been numerous accusations and calls to step down and, and so forth. So what, what is all of this? So the Speaker... Um when 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 we are required to travel for the legislative purpose, you know, when we're when we're working, and um, when we're working and we have um, travel required of us, and and it, it happens, mm -hmm. sure, you can pay for it out of your pocket and just say that's, you know, I'm I'm going to pay for that. Going to eat it, yeah. Or you can use your campaign funds. Mm -hmm. You know, you were elected and uh, part of the job that you're doing and therefore part of the reelection effort. And so you can use campaign funds for that or you can get reimbursed from the state. Now, I've never gotten reimbursed from the state. Uh, I've paid for stuff. I've, I've used campaign funding when I'm traveling, but I've never gotten reimbursed from the state. And is there any particular reason? The, that the, the route that you go, it's a hassle. Oh, got it. Yeah, no, I understand that. There's paperwork. And, sure, you got to submit the paper. Yeah, totally they, get that. And I don't want to deal with all all of that. And it's taxpayer dollars. You know, campaign funds are not my money either, but they're money that was given to people who believe in me. Yeah voluntarily and they believe in me and they want to see me do well and so you know campaign funding I'm, I'm sure it's different but what you can't do is you can't use campaign funds to pay for a thing and then seek reimbursement from the state right yeah because then you're kind of making money yeah and that's what happened he did that um, more than once. I mean, he did it nine times over five years. Okay. But I can see how the accident can occur. You're traveling, you reach in, you pull out the credit card. And then later on you say, oh, I went on that trip that qualifies for reimbursement. Let me go ahead and do, I, I can see the mistake. Yeah. Now I told him nine times is tough to that's a tougher bite to swallow, but still, nevertheless, well, and, I can see it. And for somebody like you who is subject to the same 
rules, it is easier for you to see how that could happen. Somebody like I could be like, how on earth ah, that can't happen? But I don't know what all that involves. And, I, I, and yeah. so I, I, I'm, I can't make that sort of assessment. Here's the fairly. deal. If he were trying to steal money from the state of Missouri, he would have gone for a whole lot more than that. Well, sure. You know, <laughs> we wouldn't drug it out over five years. No, so. no. And so I don't believe for a second that there's any any malicious intent. Uh, but it's still not right. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing that I think we need to understand. He himself caught it. He paid the money back. And that, I, and it, it, so is that... Well, let me ask I'm trying to think of the best way to ask this. When you read the stories in the news, that's what he, he says. Hey, we realized this. I told my wife because she is the person that handles this. We need to see if this has happened in the past. And then we found it. We reported ourselves. Even amongst his critics, do they recognize that that is how all that played out? Or there's some people that say, no, that's not what happened. Oh, there's people who are okay. saying all kinds okay. of stuff. And, and I, I don't. I mean, I wasn't in the room, right? So right. I can't say definitively know. this is what happened, but that's what he says, and I haven't seen any evidence to the contrary. Uh, are, there, there are people who are really upset and want him to not be speaker any longer. I do not believe there are enough of them to compel his resignation. Of those, right now, yeah, and and this probably just gut ballparking it if you can. Of those who are upset and want, let's say, resignation, what percentage of those do you think it's for political reasons? Because he's running for lieutenant governor or they just don't like him in that position as opposed to they're really truly genuinely upset and and anyone who did that, they would feel the same. That's... That's really hard to say because you got to judge somebody's heart. And yeah. I, I don't know. It is interesting to me that not all, but the vast majority all have one thing in common. Mm. This is their last term. Okay. They're not going to be there in January of 25, either because they're seniors and they're yeah. termed out or because they're running for a different office and they're not going to be in the House. Well, the thing about that is... So let's say that he is removed from the speakership. He's still a member of the House of Representatives. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He still has a lot of friends as chairman of committees. He still has access to a lot of lobbying uh, efforts, and he still has all of those uh, relationships. And, 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 you know, I'm not advocating for his removal. I'm I'm not advocating that he should stay. I'm waiting to see what the Ethics Committee actually says. But I did tell multiple people who were complaining. I said, well, here's what I do know, guys. If you're going to kill the king, you got to get him all the way dead. Otherwise, oh, sure, yeah. otherwise he's still the king and he's ticked yeah. off. And you guys, have I'm not sure everybody's thought it all the way through. Because yeah. it's not just the speakership. It's all the chairman. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's the fact that all that institutional memory, which they have more than anyone else, because they've been there longer than anyone else, And then you have to weigh that against how much power does this shift from the political structure of elected officials over to staff 
and lobbyists because we've lost so much capacity to actually make decisions on behalf of our constituents because over time we've given more and more power to the staff and the lobbyists and it's a function of term limits but this would be another chopping down of the tree of political process that I'm not sure the juice is worth the squeeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I endorse what he sure, did. Sure, no, I, I understand, and it's to me your approach. And we had a conversation on air with Bishop Davidson about this. It's the the genuine attempt to objectively see what's going on and to recognize it and and uh, not politicize it. Yeah, I mean, it's inherently political. Well, sure. Because you, you got right. a room full of politicians. Um, except me. Well, and, uh, it's, and it's, sometimes <laughs> to me it's not all yeah, black and white, and I know that's cliche, but, you know, a lot of times I ask the question, well, is it political? Well, sometimes even if it is political, it doesn't mean that the sin wasn't committed. No. So sometimes, but then it's like, uh, and then you ask yourself, okay, well, Let's say the sin was committed. Those who are wanting him out, are they only want he? Would they give him a pass if they were allies with him? Not that that means that it's right or wrong. And so there's just so many different components to a scenario then, like that. And then you've got the the question of the severity of the act itself. Right? Is it does it warrant a removal as speaker? The guy caught it. The guy paid it back out of his own money. He's paid it back to the state. So the state's not harmed. Now the caucus is harmed. You know, we're embarrassed. Mm-hmm. There's there's some political capital that's lost in the process. But had he been sexually harassing, sure. you know, right. his staff or had he been stealing tens of thousands of dollars or had he been, you know, I'm not trying to justify what he did do. But I think there's a scale that has to be taken into account as well. Do you, because of because yeah. of the consequences. Do you think, and I, I really genuinely am asking just out of my own curiosity, I'm not trying to lead you anywhere because I don't know the answers to these questions. If he were not running for lieutenant governor, do you think it would still be at the level it is? No, because uh. part of what's going on here, I have no doubt, are people trying to uh, mess in his punch bowl so that he then cannot have a successful last year's speaker, which will then impact his sure. lieutenant governor's race. And I don't care what somebody's political view is. When you're stopping the progress of an entire branch of right, government right, to right. try to get this guy, yeah, come on, man. Yeah. And I told everybody... I told everybody yesterday, I said, I don't mean to hurt your feelings, Dean, but in my district, vast majority of people have no idea who you are. Well, right. I, they assume I run everything. And you know. I, I bet I bet 95% of Missourians, and I genuinely, at least 95% of Missourians have no idea any of this is even going on. Don't know, don't care. I mean, they care. may have heard something about it. They could tell you nothing of it. Yeah, don't know, don't care, yeah. don't care that they don't know. And it doesn't impact their lives in any yeah, real way. Right. This is all real in baseball. Yep. Darren Chappell with us this morning. More from Scramblers. We do have a first responders breakfast. If you're a first responder, free breakfast sponsored by Pyramid Roofing and Barkers. Frame and Collision. I'm Nick Reed. Coming up next Tuesday, Broadway series at Juanita K. Annie. 
Uh, if you would like a pair of tickets to see that performance, just come by and ask us. We've already had uh, that done, but we do have enough tickets um, still to, you know, I mean, not for a whole line of people, but I think we've got four pairs uh, left this morning. So if you want a pair, just stop by and uh, we'll get them for you. It's that easy. Just come up where we're doing the broadcast and, and ask us and we'll hand that to you. Darren Chapel is with us and... Can, uh, can, yeah, please. Can I give some context here? Um, so I, I want to be clear. Um, I'm not defending what the speaker did. The speaker's not defending what the speaker did. Yeah. I mean, sure. he's just not. He's right. saying, he's I screwed like, this up. This is what happened. And, and, I, and, he's, and he says, I'm trying to be transparent. I'm trying to be honest. And I'm, I'm trying to rectify this. Whether that's good enough for some folks or not, I have no idea. No way to control that. Um, so I'm not defending it. Uh, I am suggesting that as a legislator who may one day soon be asked to decide whether he should continue on in that role, I want to wait and see what the ethics committee says. I think everybody is due due process. You know, there are some who say he's already admitted this. That's enough. And I get what they're saying. But again, you got to think it all the way through. As I say so often, you get to you get to throw the pebble in the pond, but you don't control where the ripples go. I want to think about some ripples before we take drastic steps, mm-hmm. steps that you can't undo. You see a you see a thread on your sweater. Right. The, the temptation is just to pull it, but then the sleeve falls off. And, and so, but by that, I also want to say the speaker and I are not friends. Right. I mean, I don't know the man very well. Uh, uh, he's never really spoken to me unless I've spoken to him first. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that negatively. He's right. busy. Right. And I'm a nobody. That's the other side of it is what, what does he care what I think? Right. I'm a first session freshman from the Ozarks. He's a speaker of the house from St. Louis area. We have almost nothing in common. You know, right. he, he's never gone to sucker days. Okay. <laughs> so, I mean... <laughs> I I doubt he's ever had fried squirrel. So, I mean, you know, I'm not defending him, and I'm not trying to justify him. I'm just simply saying I don't know enough to say definitively he's got to go. I mean, it makes sense to me. I'm sorry. I try to be rational. Well, this is why you fit in so well in Jeff City. (laughs) And, you know, one could also argue. That's sarcasm, right? Yes, Okay, thank you. I want to clarify. Uh, And one could also argue that if his presentation is genuine, that he's the one who caught it, and he's like, hey, this is what happened, and, and let's go back and make sure that we do everything fix all of this and and uh and not deny hey yeah it was a screw-up that going for the extreme punishment of removal that could send a signal to other elected officials if you ever catch an error keep your mouth shut <laughs> you know you just keep it hidden cover it up i don't sound i don't want this to sound as negative as i know that it's going to but i don't the speaker doesn't strike me he, he, he did not. I don't believe for a second he tried to steal from the yeah. state. But I also don't think he's terribly innovative with his finances. Other people have done this in the past. And this isn't some anomaly where clutching your pearls, I cannot believe the halls of the Capitol have been tainted in such a manner. I've never been reimbursed lawfully or otherwise. So... I, I I have no concern about this whatsoever, but some people, especially some from the other side of the aisle, 
throwing rocks had better make sure yeah. that their side is squeaky clean because the reality of it is um, this could start a cascade mm. of gotchaism that they are not fully prepared to undergo. Darren Chapel with us. Another quick break and more with Mr. Darren Chapel from Scramblers. We do have that uh, first responder breakfast going off this morning with Pyramid Roofing and Barker's Frame and Collision. You have till 9 a.m. to get free breakfast. If you are a first responder here at Scramblers, I'm Nick Reed. First Responders Breakfast, Pyramid Roofing, Barker's Frame and Collision. If you're a first responder, free breakfast out here at Scramblers. We've got a couple minutes more with our good friend Darren Chapel. We're getting geared up for the session, man. All right. It's very exciting. I can't believe that. Yeah, I guess that is true, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I've got uh, pre-filing is okay. uh, in December the 1st, and uh, I've got a bill I'm working on. It's not quite ready yet, but I want to see us make it to where... I'm not against electric vehicles, mm-hmm. and I think if an individual wants to buy right. one, they ought to be able to. Free market. But when you're government mm-hmm. and it's taxpayer dollars, I believe we have a higher standard of responsibility. And so I've got a bill that I'm looking, and it's not ready yet. I may not be able to pre-file it, but I, I want to introduce a bill that would require that before a governmental agency buys an electric vehicle, they need to obtain certification that it was created from beginning to end without slave labor or yeah, child labor. Yes. Or child labor. Mm-hmm. And I want to have that debate. I that would want, be a good one to have. I, I want, It would be I, interesting to see. Who wants to step up on the side <laughs> right. of child labor? Yeah. You know, and, and slavery. You're right. I, I, I find so it's just fascinating, these particularly celebrities that will, um, on one hand, talk about the need for reparations because of the sins of slavery here, yet will get multi-million dollar endorsement deals for companies that use slave labor in China. You know, and the reason why they're using kids to mine this cobalt is because it's cheaper. Oh, sure. Because they can just dig a small hole in the ground and then send an eight-year-old down there with a pickaxe. And if it collapses and buries them alive, that's sad, but the good news is there's a couple thousand other eight-year-olds yep. over there willing to go down the next yeah. hole. Yes, and I, and I love the people that benefit from that and do so in a way that they find to be virtuous. Look at me in my electric vehicle. How many kids had to die to make it, I wonder? Which, you know, I and I don't know, but I, from my understanding, 30% of all the cobalt mined in the world is a product of slave and child labor. Mm-hmm. And... They don't have a slave bin of cobalt and a non-slave bin of cobalt. Mm -hmm. It's all together, so there isn't any distinction. But I want want to put the burden on the producers. It's like blood diamonds. Right, exactly. You know? So so that's coming, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that. As am I. Darren Chappell, thank you as always. My privilege. Got news in 60 seconds from Scramblers. I'm Nick Reed.